Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Their God is their belly. What a statement, right? Their God is their belly. What does he mean by that? Even among those who claim Jesus as their Lord, there are so many who are actually worshiping their own appetites. Their God is their belly. They're ruled by their human desires, their their human appetites. As Pastor Robert continues his teachings through the book of Philippians, he'll be challenging us to no longer live for our fleshful appetites and to walk in the Spirit. The more we place our flesh into submission to our spirit, the easier it becomes to say no to the sin that tempts us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. chapter 3, Paul had made it very clear that he didn't consider himself to, um, to be a perfect man. You know, he's, he's like, not that, I've, not that I've already been perfected or, you know, reached that point of, of total maturity in Christ. He said, I'm not saying that I'm, that I'm there yet, but, you know, here's what I do. I, I just forget the things that are in the past, the things that I can't change, and I press forward. Reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal. And, um, and then in verse 17, he says, Brethren, join in following my example. And note those, pay attention to those who so walk, as you have us for a pattern. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their their mind on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to His glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Give me your attention, if you would. There are four thoughts that I want us to um, consider together from that passage. The first one is his statement. You know, he says, There are many, many walk, of whom I've told you often and now tell you even weeping that they're the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly 
things. Many who serve themselves. You know, this statement, their God is their belly. What a statement, right? Their God is their belly. What does he mean by that? Even among those who claim Jesus as their Lord, there are so many who are actually worshiping their own appetites. Their God is their belly. They're ruled by their human desires, their, their human appetites and drives. You know, their highest value is placed upon happiness and pleasure. I, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've encountered that in, in like marriage counseling situations. Well, doesn't God want me to be happy? Yeah, He does, but that's not His number one priority. And, and it's important that we know that. His number one priority in my life is not that I'm happy in every situation. There are times when I just have to suck it up, and I'm not going to be happy, but there are things that have to be done. There, it's funny, I had a conversation with a, with a man in the church about you know, one part of a pastor's responsibility at times is, is to confront. It's very unpleasant. It's very difficult. But it has to be done. It doesn't make me happy to do it. I don't, I don't get happy when I have to sit down with somebody and, and, and call them out on, on some attitude or some behavior that's destructive and, and is you know, causing them harm or potentially going to cause somebody else harm. That's usually when it, when it becomes necessary. When I see something, it's like, man, this is going to be harmful to the rest of the church. You know, We had something a couple of weeks ago where I, I felt like I had to address it from the pulpit. It's, I hate doing that kind of stuff. It's uncomfortable. It's awkward. It's, it's difficult. It doesn't make me happy, but it has to be done. And the number one priority can't be happiness. The number one priority often can't be pleasure. But the, the Bible wants us to understand that there's so many people, so many people, and unfortunately there's so many even in the church whose God is their belly. And that's the reference that he's making. See, that's not a new thing. It was apparently true even back then. Why do I say that? Well, because he's telling them, listen, guys, follow my example and pay attention to other people that, that you see living in the same way I'm living in. Because you have us for a pattern. You have us for an example. Because there's so many today who are serving their own appetites. They're not serving Jesus. You can't do both. You know, the, he says their glory is in their shame. The, the mansions, the cars, the, you know, the, the, the marks of self-indulgence. He says their glory is in their shame. The things that they exult in, the things that they're so proud of and so excited about, they actually should be ashamed of. I remember a good friend of mine telling me about going to a dinner party in a, in a guy's house. It was a, a man in his church. And you know, at that time, my friend was working in a ministry to people with, with AIDS, people who were dying. And he's watching whole families die. Now, this is going back many years ago. But he's literally watching whole families die. And, and, and he's, um, there was a man and a couple in his church that, that hosted a, um, like a home group kind of a deal, you know, a dinner party in their home. And, and he said, I, went over and I had, to, had to go to the restroom, you know, so I go to the, go to the washroom. And I'm, I'm washing my hands, and, and I, I see this really like fancy rock that's on the countertop. And he, he mentioned it because it was unique and different, and, 
and uh, his friend had paid $25,000 for a rock. It was a designer rock. It was on, you know, on his decoration. You know, it was a very special rock. And their glory is in their shame. It's like here we have people in our city who are struggling because of sickness. Two different people within the family within the last week who needed financial help. And I'm real careful about that these days because there's so many who ask for it who really don't need it. What they need is, is, a, is a little assistance. You know what I mean? I mean, really. That's, what, that's the help that's needed. A little motivation. But there are those who need it. There are those who really are going... Because, you know, things happen, you know, whether it's sickness or various things, and, and help, is, help is needed. And then you've got some guy spending 25 grand on a rock. Their glory is in their shame. Proof that their minds are set on earthly things... And that their end may very well be destruction. Now that, understand, that's not necessarily talking about damnation. Do you understand that? You know, the Bible speaks of those who will be saved as though through the fire because everything they've invested in is temporal and it burns up. And they themselves are saved, but as though through fire. In other words, they arrive at the pearly gates, putting out the seat of their pants from the flames. Smelling like smoke, right? That's, what, that's literally the, the picture, the image that the Bible paints of certain Christians. Should be frightening. In Matthew 6.24, Jesus Himself taught us, no one can serve two masters. So you got a lot of Christians trying to do that. There's so many. So many Christians trying to do that. Desperately trying to do it. But Jesus said it cannot be done. He says, you'll either hate the one and love the other, or, or else you'll be loyal to that one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And as we've talked about before, you can, you can change that up. You know, based on this passage right here, you cannot worship and serve Jesus Christ and your, and your belly, your appetites can't be done. You're going you're gonna to despise one and be loyal to the other, or, or, or you're going to flip that around. You're either going to serve Jesus with, with, a, with a whole heart, or you're going to serve your appetites with a whole heart. It, there's, you know, it's most of the time, you know, this thing about trying to do both, it just, it's not going to work out. He says it can't, it cannot be done. Main Thing Radio is the daily radio ministry of Robert Fountain, senior pastor of Calvary Chapel in Miami Beach, Florida. Robert is currently teaching through the book of Philippians. As Pastor Robert teaches through this book, we'll learn that joy is not a byproduct of our circumstances. It's a deep-seated faith in God that trusts Him no matter what. This is just one of many truths we'll learn in Philippians. Now here's Tracy with some information on how you can connect with us online. Most of us use Facebook and Twitter at least once a day. Please check out our Facebook and Twitter page. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the links. You can find information on everything that's happening at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for that information, Tracy. We do encourage you to visit MainThingRadio.com for all of our social media links. 
we'd like to ask that you prayerfully consider making a secure donation to help support the ongoing expansion of Main Thing Radio. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. And don't forget to join us again as Pastor Robert continues through the book of Philippians, right here on Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.